Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Neil Bedwell. Neil, you are the founding partner at Local, and Local is found on the web at localindustries.com. You work with some big brands, my friend. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd argue some of the biggest on the planet. Uh, and so I'm really excited to have this conversation because you do um, a very unique thing. Yeah, thanks, Josh. It's great to be with you. And yeah, we're... Uh... We're lucky, I think that's the word, uh, to get to play with some of the, the, the biggest companies out there and uh, help them navigate change. We've got a lot of change right now. Um, and we are a group of marketers, all come from all different sort of parts of the marketing world, advertising, creative strategy, brand side, agency side. And we now focus our, all of our expertise and experience on uh, a different kind of audience, employees inside these large companies and how uh, we can reach them, engage them using all the tools and techniques that we have um, to actually get them to come along on these journeys of change. Um, and we, we, we call ourselves a change marketing company rather than change management. And I can tell you all about that. My gosh, um, if, if you haven't written a book yet, or if you don't have a book on the, uh, you know, on the, the horizon or on the plans or whatever, uh, I, the, what you do, I would just, I would want to kick back and listen to about four hours of stories. <laughs> well, let, because, let, me say, let me just say, watch this space. Oh, okay. All right. Good, 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 good. Um, so Okay, so that's what I want to do. So Coca-Cola, P&G, Delta, Google, UPS, AT&T, McDonald's, JP Morgan, eBay, Capital One, and more. And like there's many, many more logos. Uh, Yes, you've been entrusted by some pretty uh, successful brands. And now I really just want you, Neil, to kind of give us some stories uh, about some of these use cases uh, that that could be happening, um, and, and is it is it more cultural? Is it hey, the company's got to make some changes? Uh, you know, some people it's it's going to take a little while for you to understand why we're making these changes, and we don't want. Well, listen, um, how many headlines do we hear about you know uh, a, a disgruntled high level Google employee or Facebook employee? you know, the, the media will pitch it as a little bit of a whistleblower. And all they're really doing is saying, hey, you know, this department didn't do this thing in a way or there's a or a layoff or something like that, which is it's a it's horrible for everybody. Um, and yet, uh, you know, if not done well, I could decide from a PR standpoint turns into a PR disaster. Yeah. And those look, 
those stories, those are the ones that we, we hear about. I want to actually talk about the macro thing that's going on in the world of work today. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's like the little kind of, you know, summit of that mountain. So um, the Gallup do, do a piece of research on employee engagement each year. And it's been pretty steady, you know, even though what we've been through the last couple of years, which I'm, we don't need to go into now, um, it's been pretty steady throughout. Here's yeah. the stat. Two-thirds of uh, adults are unhappy at work. Oh, dear. Disengaged or, or very disengaged. And, you know, so think about that, right? That's two-thirds of us are unhappy with the thing we spend half our waking adult lives doing. That's the problem. Um, so I, I wanna, I'll take a little step back to, and then I'll happily share some kind of interesting stories um, from just the experiences that we have. So the, you have to go all the way back to what a company is. Most people have forgotten this. Company's not a collection of its um, physical assets. You know, company's not a building or machines or even the products it makes. Company is actually a collection of people. The word company is derived from Latin through French and it actually means the communion around bread. We came together, we made a thing, we shared the thing. Companies don't employ people, companies are people. So I think that over the last, you know, few decades, we've forgotten that. We, we think more about profit than we do about people. We think more about the, um, the bottom line than the, you know, the heartbeat of the organization. So you take all of that and then you look at the, uh, the journey that every company is trying to make to transform in, certain, in, in some way. They're either being disrupted by you know, a thousand startups that are coming and chopping away at them, um, or they are being uh, turned obsolete by a customer base that is running away from them when it comes to technology or, or, or you know, the, the, the things they're interested in. Um, there's almost no company on this planet that can, that can see its future and think it's secure. So you take all of that, we have... And, and, and in that lies the problem. I need to change as an organization. In order to change as an organization, I need the most important asset within my organization, the, the thing that makes, makes me what, what I am, my people, to change with me. But my people are unhappy. My people are disengaged. Yeah. So I'll, if I move into, you know, you mentioned some use cases. Yeah. Investing tens or hundreds of millions of dollars in new technology to improve efficiency or effectiveness in productivity and work, but nobody uses the tech. Nobody, nobody takes the time. The employees don't, don't take the time to actually learn how to use it. And so what's that worth? What's the cost of that, of, you know, of, of the, the, or the, or the damage to that ROI on that piece of technology? You want uh, 100,000 employees to learn a new set of skills in order to, to drive transformation, but you don't give them the time. You don't tell them why it's important. You don't help them um, and, and, and make that learning accessible for them so they don't learn. What's the cost of that? Um, you have, and, and then you get into this thing called the, the great resignation, which I'm right. sure you've heard about and talked about. I kind of- Oh, think, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of think of it more like the great reawakening, you know, back to leaders remembering that their company is actually a group of people. Um, yeah. The main reason that people are leaving work is not because they can get a better paycheck next door. It's because they don't feel valued. Mm. They don't feel cared for. They don't feel heard. 
And so they are seeking places where they can find that value. And so all of these things, I mean, all of these things require a different approach to how you bring about the care, the communication, the, uh, the journey of change that you want your employees to make. Um, and we think, if I can get that shameless plug in here, that marketing offers a different way of doing that versus the traditional management techniques. And so mm -hmm. in order to understand that, you have to understand what marketing is. Most people don't, then most people get it wrong. Um, when people think of marketing, they think of advertising, which is the output. It's in, in when I was studying a good few years ago back in London, uh, marketing communications is what advertising is. It's the communications output from a marketing activity, but marketing itself is much bigger and much more horizontal. We, we uh, use this simple definition. It is the orientation of everything you do around your audience, everything you do. Not just the way you tell your story or the way you package your product, but how you right. distribute it, how you, how you deliver service, um, how you understand the lives of your audience, your customers, and find a place within it. And we think that you have to do the same thing with employees. In yeah. Bring employees along to make them feel engaged, to, for them want to, to want to stay with you. They have to feel like the organization is oriented around them. Yeah. And it's, it, listen, and it's wonderful if, if as an organization, you've got brilliant, like just beautiful, heart-centered mission purpose values. Um, but, you know, part of having those values is making them a part of how everything operates and, you know, that, that, that we're, we're engaged in that vein uh, and that we're talking about and we're communicating, not just talking, we're communicating about that. And we're reminding, you know, leadership is reminding themselves of the values, the workforce, you know, the frontline, the middle management, like we're all reminding ourselves of why are we doing what we're doing and not just talking about it, but that because of that increased communication marketing, you know, what have you, um, but we're making it a part of how we do what we do. Am, am I kind of, yeah, you, uh, you know, dan dancing around what you were talking about in, in, in a, in a competent oh, way? <laughs> no, totally. You, you, you're hitting it. The, the, you know, every good company has a purpose and every good company has a good set of values, but until I can feel those values every day, not just hear them, Maya Angelou, the people won't remember what you say, just how you make them feel. How, until you can feel them every day in, in how you work, and that's the value gap, that's the reason that people are leaving, is that you say one thing, but I don't feel it in my day-to-day -day work. And then you take the purpose, purpose of a company. Um, most, purpose, mo most modern companies now have a purpose that is designed um, to do some good, to create some positive value in the world. But what if I can't feel my impact on that? If I drive a truck, delivery truck, and my company has a big purpose in the world, am I doing anything towards that? Can I feel that? If I bash away at an Excel spreadsheet all day, every day, do, do any of those numbers I put in any of those cells do anything to that impact? That's the problem. We are divorced, separated, shielded from the impact that maybe the, the, the company believes it's making. And if we don't, feel our impact, then what are we doing? And, you know, oftentimes we, we become sort of compartmentalized. So the job I have is, is so separated from 
the story that I'm hearing that I feel like I work for another company. I feel like, you know, that, that, uh, that, that doesn't mean me. And a lot of the, we do a lot of listening, do a lot of uh, research. We spend a lot of time with frontline employees and frontline means, you know, the ones right up against the, um, uh, the delivery of the value. So delivering parcels, dealing with travelers, you know, at an airport, whatever those things might be, serving food. Oftentimes, the reality that they see is very different from the reality that is um, oh, yeah. presented at head office. Um, and there's a, often a huge gap in understanding between the light, what it's like to actually live out a day, you know, the daily life of an employee on the front line versus what it's like in the head office. Yeah. We, we, we try to close that gap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are some of those, um, you know, uh, uh, vehicles like how do we where do we communicate how do we communicate how do we get in front of you know for talking about a large and vast workspace is it just the company intranet or can we do better <laughs> you're like laughing <laughs> a lot better um i've i've heard numerous times you know we have an intranet what's an intranet you know, ah, right <laughs> Think about the again. Talk, talk about the frontline folks who are out there, you know, um, you know, on the street or in yeah, the, yeah, in right, the, right, in the facility. You know, they're not they don't have a company device. They're not you know um, scrolling through email all day. They're not standing. They're not doing Zoom meetings like we're doing. Um, so I, I want to break it down into three things. And and uh, for anybody listening, this is this is a tried and tested model that anybody can can grab hold of. So in order to make any of this stuff stick in order to 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 really bring people into a, a, any process of change you need to do three things first you need to build belief and belief is help, help making people care making making something relevant and interesting to them inspiring them um making people care is really really hard and and we assume i, I call it the assumption problem because i pay you therefore you care and actually because i pay all I do when I pay you as an employee is I mandate your attendance. I don't mandate that you bring your heart, your mind, your passion, your interest. I have to earn that. And so think about earning attention. Think about earning. Yeah. And the, the best sort of vehicle that we have for that is stories. And stories, not stories of how great the company is, but stories of my peers what are what are other people doing in this company to find that value to to feel that impact to live out those those values that the company is talking about people follow people not instructions not policy so bring about those those stories and uh, you'll be surprised how powerful a story from you know someone in one location can resonate with some with someone in another so stories from one role resonates with story stories with uh, resonates with somebody in another role so that would be one Second one we, we talk about is adoption. Okay, it, you've, you've, you've sparked my interest. I'm okay, I'm starting to care about this thing a little bit, enough to actually want to devote some of my precious time towards it. Give me a way to try it, trial it, learn it, experience it, experiment with it. Um, don't make me sit through a, you know, a full day training course. Don't, um, mm. don't sort of disrespect my intelligence and, and, and treat, treat me as if you know, I'm a fourth grade kid. Yeah. Uh, and make me sit through a bunch of one-way um, information. Help me experience it. P let me play with it. 
you know, what, let me participate in it in some way so that I actually start to, um, what we're always looking for with our adoption work is, how do you get someone to feel like they're a, uh, a quick study? How like they feel like they're, a, they're an instant expert. You know, the best apps you have on your phone, you download them, they walk you through the one, two, three, and you're like, oh, I know how to do this. I, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're pressing a button and a car shows up outside your house. You know, it's, it's that. How can you help people kind of have that kind of experience? And then the final one, and I'm going to say the most important one, because this is where a lot of companies fail. They, they often fail on belief and an opportunity and do too much on adoption, too much training. The third one is opportunity, which means bake this into my day, bake this new behavior, this, this change you want to see into my daily working life. If, you, if you're successful at belief, you get people to care, and then you do a good adoption experience, but you don't build in daily opportunity. What you've created is a vacation. You've created you know, an interesting kind of aside, an interesting little trip that I took. But when I come back home, everything's just the same. So I need to go through that. The, the belief and, and adoption experiences and then feel that my daily life is changed so that I can apply these things. And then you end up with the, the you know, the gold, which is habit, routine. Yeah. Yeah. I now have the habit of this new behavior, of this new, this new learning uh, approach that you want me to take, this new, this new application of values that you want me to, to bring about. Now take those things and take one employee and then multiply that by 100,000 and think about the impact of every one of those people living out that new value or adopting and, or, or showing that new behavior each day. It's massive. Mm. Um, and, and that's the pathway to creating real change inside a large, complex organization. Neil Bedwell, your website, localindustries.com. Uh, who, who should be engaging with you and how do they do that? <laughs> well, yeah, the website's definitely a good place to land. We're on LinkedIn too. Um, we, we want to work with any leader driving change in a complex culture. We tend to, to do better with large organizations, you know, where you have thousands of employees, but you know, it, it works up and down the spectrum. But if you think you're trying to bring about some, some meaningful change and you have cultural pushback, you have uh, employees that aren't willingly or readily adopting those, those change behaviors that you want. That's, that's the challenge we love to take on. And as, as you said, at the top of the show, we've done it with some of the big, biggest companies in the world. So we're used to that cultural complexity. We, we live it um, mm. and we love it. Wow. Awesome. All right. Neil Bedwell. And again, uh, what's the best title for you? Uh, I'm a partner. There's there's three partners here. We're a yeah. uh, a progressive kind of boutique consulting firm. So uh, we we shun the C level uh, kind of yeah. role. We just uh, we lead together. It sounds great. And again, partner at local. Again, your website localindustries.com. Neil, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience 
for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.